Hey, good morning. It's Pastor Chris. Here we go, starting a brand new week, week 14 on day one. Going to talk about something that's been one of my issues most of my life. And I'm pretty sure in today's time, it's probably one of your issues as well. And uh, it's a hard nugget to bite off. We're going to... Mm. hard one to talk about to be quite honest because it's how to control your temper and uh, I'm going to be speaking on Isaiah 64 verse 9 but first uh, as always let's start the day off with prayer dear heavenly father lord we thank you so much thank you for another day to rise thank you for another day to serve you and do your work Thank you for another chance to try to get things right. Right with ourselves, right with you, and right with the world. And Father, I just pray that your words will flow out of me as I talk about this today. And just bring some wisdom to someone, including myself. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So in Isaiah 64, 9, it says... Do not be furious, O Lord, nor remember iniquity forever. Indeed, please look, we are all your people. Exclamation. So, yeah, anger. You see, uh, we're not careful about controlling our anger. It will control us. And uh, it may start with a minor um, frustration but when we leave it unchecked it grows into something nasty and harmful this is just the way we're built it's just our natural course it's our sinful flesh and uh, when we harbor uh, resentment constantly you know just remembering the injustice that we feel like has been done to us and uh, it just puts us in a state of, of discontentment. And, uh, wow, it's like just a continued rage, you know? It's as if our hearts are being just just, just covered in a, a big bunch of anger. The heart, the, you know, the, the heat just keeps the heart going and, and it just starts to boil And then our conceit comes out. And uh, man, we get that that conceit bubbling and the water bubbling. And it's like emotion splashing just all over the place. And they scald anybody nearby us. And, um, you know, I've always said that pretty much anger is conceit. It is just us feeling self-righteous. And... um, that's, just, that's a hard pill to swallow. It is just truly a hard pill for us to swallow. Um, anybody near us when we're in that state of mind is going to get hurt. They're uh, going to get just uh, damaged bad. And they're going to harbor anger against us. And this is just the old saying that two wrongs don't make a right. You know, because then people become darkened by our narcissism and our bitterness. And uh, the words and actions that are 
overflowing from them hurt those around us. Uh, This kind of situation is rooted in the sin of self-interest. We are in fact bowing before the idol of self. Again, it's when we're angry about something, you know, arguing about something, it's the arrogance that, you know, we're right. Or it's the need to prove to people we're right. And then that just gets more arrogance and um, more conceit. And it just snowballs and builds and turns us into a jerk's what it does. And I'm guilty. I'm guilty, guilty, guilty of this. And so reading Isaiah kind of kind of made me think about this. You know, we uh, can't let our anger get to us. Experiencing anger is just, I mean, it's a natural part of life. Don't get me wrong. And it would be a mistake to... Um, equate anger with sin you know for God himself expressed anger yet in our anger we got to be not guilty of sin we must uh, not allow the anger that we feel to produce sin around us and we must avoid it we are not God you know the key to controlling our temper is actually communion with God you know when, when we dwell in God's grace and his presence the heart of bitterness is turned down and we find peace and turning our hearts to his grace it kind of cools our animosity and our self blaze uh, obsession of our self fade as uh, we kind of delight in God's presence and purpose and uh, we're no longer just bowing at the altar of our own ego you know we kind of um, rest in the embrace of Christ and we become a living sacrifice for his glory in worshiping him. And um, he will smother the fire of our rage. And, you know, I just, road rage here in Nashville is bad. Now, I used to be, and still am to a degree, very, very guilty because, you know, when somebody doesn't do things, the way we feel they should do them, we get angry. There's where that conceit comes in. You see what I'm saying? Um, I mean, in traffic, how many times have you accidentally switched lanes without looking and almost hit somebody? You know, you feel like a jerk. You feel like, oh man, how stupid am I? Then they come by, throw you the finger, cussing at you, and then all of a sudden, That humility that you felt for messing up turns into anger. And then we have anger breeding anger. And the Bible tells us that don't work, that we need soft words because they turn away wrath. So I'm just using the road rage as an example of how, you know, something very innocent can turn into something big because we feel that we are right or we are not in the wrong. And it just builds and festers, you know. Um, And you have to stop and say, well, maybe I am wrong. Maybe I need to study on this more. Maybe I need to think on this more. Maybe I reacted wrongly. Because that's all 
your temper is. That's all getting angry. That's all arguing is, is self, selfishness, thinking you're, you got to be right. You, you can't let somebody prove you wrong or you will look bad in other people's eyes. You better worry about how you look in God's eyes. That's the only person you need to be pleasing. And if you need to be humble and tell somebody that you were wrong, then do it. If you need to just bow down a little bit and come up off your high horse, do it. Because then you're going to make God happy. He does not want us in the self. He does not want us anxious. and he, he just does not want us living like this at all. And so just try to remain in God's presence at all times. And think about when you're angry with someone, are you just arrogantly trying to prove your point? Are you just arrogantly going to have to be right? Why? Why is it such a big deal? You know, my spiritual mom used to all the time tell me, Chris, why do you have to react? Chris, why do you have to react? And I never understood it because I'm just like, because that's just how I'm built. That's human nature. Now, that's our flesh. That's our dirty, nasty flesh is what that is. We have a choice in how we react. And we need to make the right choice and quit just letting it fly and quit just thinking we know it all and just stop take a minute and take it to God and pray about it and ask God to help you handle the situation and to help you fight your flesh so guys that's pretty much what I've got this morning I'm speaking from my heart a lot I hope this is not just totally confusing you But I think you'll probably understand that controlling your temper actually makes you look more intelligent. And it actually makes you look like you got things in control way better if you can just handle it in a kind manner. So let's just go to the Lord in prayer and get out of here. Let's go ahead and make it a great week and let nobody steal our joy this week. Let nobody anger us. Lord God, help me become a patient person who is slow to anger rather than exploding with tirades of wrath. I want to quiet the conflicts around and within me. I want to have inner peace that comes from settled faith in you. Lord, just please, please. Grant me faith to understand that you are completely in control over every situation and that you are working to lead me to the very best in life. By your spirit, grant me grace to engage my world with the faith-filled assurance that you're moving in and through every situation. Lord, every time I take the wheel, I put the car in the ditch. I'm asking you, Lord, Please be my driver. Please drive me through this crazy world and these crazy times. Help me to handle them the way you would want me to. Don't let me disappoint you. I pray all of this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Hey guys, as I said, just make it a great day. Make it a great week. I hope you'll be checking me out every morning to have our little disciple time together. And guys, remember, 
God loves you. I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Peace out. Thank you.